Uh, <laughs> that was much better. Um, <laughs> mine was such a half-hearted, it's too hot to bagok, bagok. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to Bottled Up, Episode 6. I am Jen Waring, Season 3 Level Excited, and I am here with the much better Bagawker, (laughs) my co-host, Sean Linnan. That's me. That's me. Hello. Uh, Hello. And it is a very, very, very very hot day <laughs> in New York City, so friends. Warm. There is it no is rhyme so or reason anymore to temperatures. No. Tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 60s. Right now I, it's in the 90s. What I, is my, happening? My hamstrings are sticking to my leather chair because my shorts are not long enough and it is uncomfortable. There will be a small pool under me by the end of this recording session. I just put one of those, those bags of frozen peas you know, Ooh. like not, not actual peas, but like CVS like knocked it off when they were like, oh, hey, yeah, we've yeah. they're like silicone peas. Um, I put there's one on the dog. <laughs> we we got a cooling mat or Farzy. I should correct. Farzy purchased a cooling mat for my kitten um, who's not a kitten, who's an old lady. But uh, last summer when it was so hot uh, and she laid on it once and then popped it and said, this is stupid. Get this thing. out." Yeah, later. I was going to say I bought one many moons ago. I should try it again because I have an older dog now, but I did buy one. I tried one many moons ago and she just looked at me like I was fucking bananas and They're weird went, and squishy went to lay on the bathroom floor and was just like, whatever. If you could just turn the AC on, you cheap bitch, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> um, but I've always been blessed with uh, apartments that are not not necessarily sizably large, but just open. Mm-hmm. So like it's hard to keep one room cool in my apartment, yeah, right? Like we absolutely. have to go in the bedroom. So today trying to work in the bedroom with, I don't have a desk in there. Like I, you know, uh, sitting on the bed, I'm lo- I'm lost. I'm like, forget it. I'm playing Candy Crush. Oh, am I supposed to be reading this email from the FDA? Am I supposed to comprehend it? No, I'm going to take a little nap because I'm already in the bed. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so it. we've been sitting in the sweaty, hot office just dying. We had we we managed last night. We were preemptive and we put the ACs on to get the apartment nice and cool while it was still cool outside. Nice work. Uh, and then uh, and it was really good until about five minutes ago when I turned the AC off for this recording. Um, and here we are, sitting and in sweat. Here we are instantly. <laughs> instantly, yes, the AC is on in the living room at my house, but it doesn't reach the office area and uh, the dog wants to be wherever I am. So I'm like, if you just go in the other room, it's mildly cooler it's only like 87 as opposed to 94 whatever it is oh it's so hot i can't stand it i can't stand it it's gonna start dropping in the next few minutes i can tell i can just tell the next few minutes i like it um so not what we meant to start talking about but uh one of the things that this heat brings out uh in addition to drinkers of what we're drinking today that's right um is bugs sean and last night as i was laying in the bed watching something on my laptop because we'd been in there for like eight hours at that point um i noticed a giant giant fat spider on my ceiling just scampering about the ceiling and i was like all right if you could just pick a corner dude as opposed to just like over the bed that's that's all i need from you if you just go to one side or the other that's cool and then you get to live Right. Like I was bargaining with the spider and then the spider went to one corner and I was like, good for you, sir. You get to live. And then I looked up and realized he'd come back and I was like, 
no, sir, no, that is sir. not where no, we're sleeping. Because now it. I want to go to bed and I can't because you're over my freaking head. So then he started to move away from the bed a little bit. And I, I jumped up and I went and got a Swiffer pole mm-hmm. thing. It didn't have yep, any didn't have anything on it. And I just knocked him off the ceiling. I okay. didn't kill Gentle him. Gentle knock. Yep. He fell to the floor in a pile of clothes. And I was like, good for you. You live in the clothes. <laughs> uh, and that's fine. Um, I figured he'd just make his way to wherever and then uh i laid in bed turned the lights off dog sleeping in the bed because she's got to be right in front of the air conditioner god forbid she's not um crotch first in front of the ac (laughs) and that's the only way to be right yeah right i mean if you can't cool your crotch what are you doing so i turn the lights off and i don't i want to say 22 seconds later i felt something crawling up my arm and whacked it away thus killing the spider who decided Uh. to come into the damn bed anyway Sean. It also wanted to sit crotch first in front of the air It was like, yeah, it was like, excuse me, I didn't realize this is where you we were getting a blowjob. Uh, and I was all, but you're on my arm, which is different. If you it's just a different place sat to be. on the, and now it's dead. And then I and, felt bad. But, uh, well, you know, I you feel know, like he gambled. every opportunity. And uh, and I opened the door and uh, and he, he didn't, I mean, I didn't actually yeah. open the door because I wasn't letting the AC out. But uh, he didn't, um, he didn't. He didn't respect your boundaries there, which you clearly set. I clearly said. Yeah. I, I see that, but you know, at the same time, he was probably just looking for a cool place to lay. And if only he had known or she had known about what we're drinking today. Yeah, no, I think yeah, it would have fallen right in my in my glass and <laughs> took a swim. Uh, and yeah, and I think it was a he, but that's just me because today sure. he would have loved. Well, actually, it probably was a white lady. Anyway, he would have loved. <laughs> Our drink, because guess what season it is? All this heat, all this loveliness. It is rosé season. Rosé all day. Yes, and other things knitted on pillows. Painted on just squares of wood. Squares of wood. Put all over your house. There's no rush. There's blush. There's home goods and college point. Get right in there. They'll have all the signs you need. Uh, but Rosé uh, has been around for some time. Uh, in fact, it was around all the way in season one, Sean. <laughs> it was all the way back in season one. Which, all uh, the way back in season one, there was Rosé existed because uh, we talked about it. We did, um, yes. We talked about Old World and New World and canned. Uh, we talked about That's all, all we the We had worlds. some canned. We had some canned wines. We had two of them, right? right? One was good and one was bad. And Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I went, actually, I went recently looking for that that canned one again. Which was liked. called uh, I love French I, I heart French rosé yeah. was the brand yeah and I went looking for it and I couldn't find it I was disappointed oh, guys yeah. guys from I love French rosé we loved you French rosé we really did and Get I want to love you some stores. more in a cooler while sitting in the back of Marshall watching the sunset oh how's Marshall I didn't Marshall's good Marshall Marshall right. had his engine mount replaced so Marshall's good. Wow. All right. Well, you know, sometimes you got to dismount. Sometimes you got to remount. That's yep. uh, that's an old gymnastic proverb, Sean, uh, <laughs> that, I, that I just made up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I see parallel bars 2012. Got it. <laughs> um, oh, well, Marshall, that I mean, listen, the, the better to mount you with, I guess, is <laughs> what I always that, say. That, I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh, I am learning about New York heat and black leather seats, though. Um, and might be investing in some shorts with a longer than four inch inseam. Because you need, let uh, me tell you, and you need one of those little uh, the little things that you put over your windshield. I have one. I had one that uh, was supposed to look like so your car looked like the Millennium Falcon. Ooh, 
So like from the outside, you looked in and you saw um, Han and Leia and Chewie and everybody sitting in the driver's seat. And but it wasn't they weren't it wasn't it was just a screen, but it was too small. It was too big for my tiny Versa. Uh, And so I gave it to my neighbor one day because he was complaining and I was like, here you go. And apparently he doesn't use it because it doesn't work, he says. And I was like, all right, well, then can I have it back? Because it'll fit and Emmett or whatever. It'll fit and Emmett, yeah. I wonder if we can get a custom one uh, bottled up with you and I toasting. I mean, Why vastly not? inappropriate for a car. Super inappropriate for driving, but sure. But if it's parked. <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't, it would also be super inappropriate to have that up while you're driving. It would. The people you can't see. Yeah, it would be dangerous. Um, but here we are, rosé. Rosé. And now, honestly, obviously, everyone knows this. Modern rosé originated not in season one, but no. in 6th century BC. Friends, it's a very ancient wine. Very so ancient. Yeah. And the first couple attempts at it, not so good. No, not no, didn't, didn't so go good. Well. It was just the Greeks screwing up leaving the scrape skins in and who getting an off, off dry is the one phrase i found mm-hmm. off dry and tannic baby uh yeah. it sounds like they were basically pink apple cider vinegar so <laughs> that's actually not it's probably not too far from the truth mm. if any if our, our we have listeners who enjoy or have tasted orange wine very similar but instead of red grapes it got left uh, on green grape skins and so it creates that orange colored wine and you get that tanicky vinegary flavor that some people really like and there are orange wines out there that are interesting and depthy and all the fun things but we're talking about rosé yeah i mean i do want to try an orange wine but not not right now uh not right but now. No. then the, you know then other greeks stepped up sean uh i'm mm-hmm. gonna pronounce this absolutely correctly oh do it do it the yes Folkeians. The Focaeans, yes. There's a there's an A E A in the end of that word, but they created modern rosé. They they took their grapes and their their techniques, and they they were on their way to France anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, probably to conquer, but you know, whatever. This was it was a different time, Sean. It was B C. <laughs> this is be before common. Yes, exactly. Uh, common, very sexy uh, rap star. Uh, but anyway, so that anyway, they <laughs> it was definitely before common. And it was before that guy. And, and so and that's, you know, listen, then this was a hit. This was a big hit for the French, for the Greek that now lived in France, um, <laughs> apparently. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, people don't realize. But at the same time, these faux cons were also making the first coins. Well, then. Coins they were, they of were, uh, it, so the, among the earliest coin makers. So money ties directly to rosé. There we go. Which done I think and we done. we see reflected in today's modern uh, housewives series. <laughs> I think so. They've got their pink turtle time. And, they and as do. We, <laughs> they have their own brands of rosé. The one does. Oh, I know. It's um, celebrity okay. wines. We're gonna have to do a whole episode just on celebrity wines because I think it is a topic we need to address. That does sound fun. And we, and we could do a side spinoff of celebrity spirits as well, because the, the Ryan Reynolds, George Clooney thing is just phenomenal. Money can't buy you class. <laughs> um, that's a housewife song, Sean, um, in case you didn't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I work on the reunion shows, but I do not watch the actual shows. Cause Seems I don't fair. Know. I don't know. I don't remember if they ever played this in the reunion show, because I, I think that song came out like... The same time the Focassians were making the coins. Um, but yeah, so celebrities, the people love rosé. It wasn't always yeah. as popular as it is now, but at this point, 
this shit's booming. It's booming. Like back when we were we were young, uh, young bottled up bunch of tasters when we weren't really drinking. Our parents were probably drinking rosé and they were drinking white Zinfandel, you know, made by Robert Mondavi to make it popular. I think it was called Blush back yeah. then. It wasn't rosé, yeah. it was Blush. And that's how it became popularized in the United States. And we talked about that back in season one. Uh, basically it, Boone's it, Farm. Basically, basically Boone's Farm. It was a sweet wine. It was a mass-produced thing. It was, it was not at all what we see today in the import market. Like if you walk into... Let's let's pick a big box store. Total Wine. You walk into Total Wine. There's going to be roughly an acre's worth of right. wine, of pink wine. Right now, even in small liquor stores, you walk in and it's the first fifty-two boxes you see. It's yeah, just it's, all rosé. Everything, and it goes from the the palest, palest pink color to like a deep salmon color that you kind of like. Isn't that red wine? But <laughs> it still qualifies. And there's multiple methods used in making these wines, and they're using grapes from all over the world. It's not just your, you know, it's not just of Pinot Noir. It's just not uh, rosé of Gamay or something like that. It's it's really interesting, fun blends, going from just light acidity, acidity, boring wines to like super complex, super interesting. I don't want to sip this outside on a hot day. Wines. So yeah, I mean, I just really just boom. One of the breakdowns I just read was Spain. It's one of the Spain's biggest oh, wine yeah. imports right now because they were like, oh, we see what the white people want to spend their money on. We got this. <laughs> and they have, I mean, Spain's largest crop right now is a white grape called Arian. Go figure. And uh, they come, but it's used, it's, 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 a, it's a bulk wine. So they send that to all these other countries that mix it in with their various white grapes to fill out the bottles. And, and you don't drink straight Aryan wine you it always gets mixed but of course they got all that and then they got that tempranillo boom mix them grapes together mix them up um and now folks we shouldn't have to clarify this but we're gonna because some people still think this right rosé is not formed because a glass of white and a glass of red jizzed in each other right (laughs) generally no no we're not just mixing colors to get pink it's not how it's made no um and now that we've said that in today's wine they do add 10 percent uh redstone well you know what listen in frosé uh in most frosés uh pro tip friends in most frosés people are adding uh strawberry jelly uh, Kool Aid, uh, red, um, the maraschino cherry juice. Yeah, uh, that's how it stays. That's how your froze stays as pink as it is, because otherwise it, it would just basically be an ugly white color. It, yeah, it wouldn't be nice. And, and as as best I can tell, there is no official government body regulating froze, like there is rose. Uh, yeah, no. I don't. I Sorry, don't think. Was, uh, check the... my notes. I check my internal head notes. It turns out no. <laughs> I, I don't think the office of Kappa 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 is coming in and prescribing I mean, rules. <laughs> They're like, um, Delta, Delta, Delta. You need to have one quarter cup of maraschino cherry juice. Some vodka. Wait, what? <laughs> that's no longer frosé. Girls, that's not frosé. You're just making a slushy. Um, Which is fine and delicious. Oh, listen, I love me a good, right now, yeah. a good frozen slushy would be great. Uh, but we have we don't just have regular rosé today. No, we stepped we outside today. decided to kick it up a notch because we already talked about rosé. You guys already know everything. We already done it. Yeah. And thought we'd talk about the sparkling rosé. Sparkling rosé. So exciting. And again, and there's so, so many. many. 
Like it was just last year. We I think we talked about it briefly. Just last year, Italy approved sparkling rosé prosecco. Like the the certain grapes you can use, but it's all now now up on the up and up, and you can get your sparkling proseccos. Uh, Very exciting. I think they should call those roseccos. Roseccos. <laughs> Proses. Come on, Italianos. <laughs> Get on, get on board. Get with get this program. Get on board with this. Maybe you put the P in parentheses because now it's silent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pneumonia. <laughs> pneumonia. Do you put the it in parentheses? Sure, or, why not? Sure. Clever marketing for diseases. Anyway. Um, hi, I am in Big Pharma now, which I spell Big Harma. <laughs> <laughs> wow, actually. He is silent. Uh, trademarked here. Right. Copyright you on Bottled Up. First. You also, first. I don't don't want to get fired so um everybody else heard it here but maybe just not my bosses <laughs> not the bosses uh but with so many options of the sparkling rosés out there prosecco uh sect cava all of these have pink versions we went top of the game we went for our rosé champagne real champagne from the sparkling region of france champagne and then we went even topper shelf and we grabbed ourselves so Moet Chandon. Uh, Rosé Imperiale. Imperiale. Uh, it, it's, uh, it was what was drank by the Imperial Stormtroopers. Um, <laughs> I believe that's a fact. And uh, yeah, no, but and because we're suckers for packaging, it's a mini Moet. That's right. This is something really smart that Moet has done. They are now producing, uh, they're calling Moet Mini. And it's I love it. right on there, but it's a split size. So it's half the size of a half bottle. It's approximately a glass and a half. And it makes, uh, there's fucking Moet vending machines. I was just, I love it. I was in San Francisco staying at a shitty Hilton. Sorry, Hilton, but it was shitty. And they had a Moet vending machine in the lobby right next to check in so that when you're super fed up with standing in line for 40 minutes, right? You're like, uh, does this vending machine take credit cards? It takes and- Apple Pay, which is a good thing because it was fucking $20, 25 $25 for a Moet Mini out of the vending machine. That is uh, that is not what you would pay for it at the regular store, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not, but it is uh, It is actually close. Um, sure, but, it, you know, at least it's, uh, it, you know, you don't have those vending machine surcharges. Vending machine. I mean, you're paying for the novelty at that point, and it is it is cute. It is fucking novel. It also is in a hotel lobby. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're paying $40 for pancakes there, too, so it's fine. Um, oh, my God. I paid $27 for a yogurt parfait and small drip coffee. That's, yogurt um, parfait. That's Williamsburg prices. That's insane. I was so upset. Um, I would be upset also because, um, who are we kidding? Yogurt parfait is just a good center of yogurt. Some fruit, you assholes. Stop it. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. It wasn't brand. It was just shit they scooped from a vat into a plastic cup. It was vanilla. It was sweetened. It wasn't at all what I wanted. And $27 for that and a drip coffee. A drip coffee. Not a pour over. Not an espresso. Fucking drip. I'm so mad. I'm still so mad. You know what? We need to take a break. We need to take a break. So Sean, calm the fuck down. Because <sighs> this is this is clearly firing him up. And so we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna pop into our moets and talk a little bit about this loveliness. So I can't wait. Be right back. Can't wait. And we're back 
friends. We've got our cute little mini moets. Sean has calmed down a little bit, but only a little bit. I am a calm and happy boy. I am centered and ready to drink. Wow, a lot happened during that break. <laughs> um, we did we did some Reiki. It was really you guys. It was just a minute for you guys, but for us, it was a solid four hours. Um, Long distance Zoom Reiki. <laughs> that's my favorite kind. Um, did you ever see that show? My Animal Baby is it? Uh, it was about people who had animals that were their babies and uh, as the title implies but this lady had a monkey and uh she did the only episode i saw she was driving and the monkey was hopping around the car sort of on her shoulder off her shoulders didn't seem safe at all sean no. didn't seem yeah, safe don't, don't seem and she bad. was on the phone with the monkeys the my ba- my monkey babies monkeys psychic oh uh, pet psychic uh, uh-huh. who was telling her that the monkey had eaten one of her meds and that that's why the monkey was so insane, but that he was very sorry. <laughs> and I was I like, I can't. why I can't. Why we... am I not a pet psychic? Let's just start right fucking there. Why, why is that not my job? A platform. Uh, why am I not making $85 to tell you <laughs> what your monkey baby is thinking? Because uh, I feel like it, it would be thinking very interesting things if I could be in charge of this. All of the time. Oh, oh my God. You'd have the funnest monkey baby ever filled with thoughts. Um, Your monkey is very concerned about what Scrapple is. I, I <laughs> I'm going to need a road trip to Pennsylvania because your monkey would like to test this out. But he's not going to eat it. He's going to throw it at you. But you should still take him because otherwise he'll be very hurt. Very hurt. And This you is know, a core memory, you not taking him for Scrapple. Scrapple trauma. <laughs> Can't hashtag hashtag scrapple trauma. It's the worst. Uh, no trauma involved in our lovely rose imperial stormtrooper yes. champagne. Um, and you know why, Sean? That's because it is enticing. Ooh. It's radiant <gasps> and somehow spontaneous. <laughs> wow. Well, usually when I'm trying to be enticing and radiant, it takes hours of work. There's that's no... some prep work. You can't also be spontaneous. No. And if you can, fuck you. All right. And, and three, you, Janice, Janice <laughs> you're a bottle of wine. Like, how are you spontaneous? You're in my fridge and then I open you. Like, I'm in control of this yeah. in scenario. Fact, like, the amount of time it took to make this single bottle of wine. So you've got a whole year of grapes growing. Whole year. Whole year. And then you've got the picking and the harvesting. And then you've got to make wine. Just regular still wine. That takes months. Months. And then you have to blend your various wines together to get the cuvee, which is this what's in this bottle. And then that has to sit and age in the barrel for a further, like, 21 months. Well, I think 15 months on lees is required. And then you, this goes another three months further in the bottle of aging. Just this little bottle. There's it's, nothing spontaneous about that. That's a fuck ton of planning. A <laughs> that's fuck a lot ton, of spontaneity. I think is that's, the, yeah. I, it's I, not. I, it's not. It's not spontaneous, just like those cookies with the walnuts were not discreet. So we all have lessons about adjectives. Um, but it is super cute, and it does have a little tiny cage and a little tiny cork, and I love it so much. Um, I did not bring any sort of towel in here, so fingers crossed uh, for the popping. And oh, my hands are too sweaty. Ew! <laughs> That's just there. Pop, boo! Sweaty pups. Uh, I had to like open it with my shirt because my hand was too fucking sweaty to turn the cord. That's We're just going to call it a servrette. Uh, oh, it's so cute, this little quirky mm. doodles. What is that? You're so cute, quirky doodles. Um, oh, it smells lovely. So 
this wine is a traditional champagne blend of Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Petit Monnier. Ah, uh, Petit Petit! And Moet, Moet Chandon owns something absurd, like 79 million acres of land or something like that. But Give or take. This, <laughs> this wine has to come, all the grapes have to come from the Champagne region. Uh, they handpick from the top, top vineyards in all these regions and blend them into this bottle. A lovely man named Benoit Guez. I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong. Benoit totally. Guez. Is he a Fokahiahan <laughs> from Greece? He, his official title is Chef de Cave. He is the guy who actually makes the blend and decides what is going to be what because... Um, this is not. This isn't a vintage, so this isn't like one year's grapes are in this bottle. This is a blend of many, many years. Uh, they have reserve wine, so there could be wine in this bottle that's twenty years old. My goodness! But in general, folks, if you're looking for rosés, rosés are not meant to be. I mean, sure, some, but generally speaking, your summer bottle of rosé yeah. does not need to be twenty five years old. It no. can be from this year or last. Well, it can't be from this. Year. It could be from last year, and it's going to be delicious, and you're going to love it. Yeah, it should be a young one. They're for drinking right now. But champagne, you know, and sparkling wines, they're meant for a little bit of aging. And you can right, do that. Right, that's a little this. different. But your but general rosé, don't go, don't be like, oh, my God, is this Wolfer Estate only 2021? I'm not uh, drinking that. I mean, it's probably. What did it swim from Long Island? <laughs> <laughs> but is this, uh, how would you describe No shade, though. I, I do love the Wolfer. I love the Wolfer. It's very nice. And they're, and they're cider. And they oh, also- my God. Wolf. Okay, that's not what this episode is about. But the Wolfer okay. dry rosé cider mm-hmm. is delightful it's so nice i'm gonna go on yeah going on record so slim cans which are annoying fuck you white claw but like you know they're adorable okay so this is this is a this is a darker pink i i would i'm calling it this is not your light pale pink this is uh a little look like a provincial rosé no this is is not provincial rosé it's not a pedestrian rosé it's it's not from provence it's what i was saying oh sorry (laughs) it was like provincial it's more royal Excuse me. Um, it is a little closer to like a salmony pink um, mm-hmm. than uh, pale or yeah. any sort of super dark. I would say I would say pink with amber tones. That would just to my eye. That's how I would recognize it. If I have my tasting journal, I would write that down and I would know what that looks like. Love it. I apparently overcook my salmon because it's salmon as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> salmon, that works for you. That's your book. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Well, that's not gross, ladies and gentlemen. Man, there's there's a reason Moet Chandon is like the name in luxury wine. It it this is phenomenal. This is phenomenal. I, I think any any one that's hard, you know, that you're not sure about how to pronounce, right? So like you got your Moets, you got your Dom Perignons, like all of those, those are your tops. Yeah. And I, I it's clearly part of the qual- you know, one reason it's the tops is because the name's a little tricksy. Yeah, that's it. I uh, mean, and it, also the quality, any, but mainly the name. But parts. mainly the name. And before anybody comes at us in the comments or whatever, it is Moet. It is not Moet. Even though it's French, it is Moet. It is a surname. It is a Dutch surname. It is Moet. Thank you. <laughs> you yeah, you. it is also uh, Moray Eel, ladies and gentlemen. No, uh, okay, so yeah, no, it is It is Moet. Uh, and it's, fu- listen, it's funner to say it that way. It like is. all, you say, Moet. you're an asshole. You also say Tarje, and no one thinks you're yeah, funny. No, so knock funny, it off. Um, but, uh, you did mention the Dom Perignon. Uh, Dom Perignon is owned and created by Moet Chand- 
Moet Chandon. Um, it's their vintage. Whenever they have a, a year that's really, really stellar and they want to focus on that, they make a Dom. Dom is only made with grapes grown that year, that vintage. Lovely. Well, then maybe it's pronounced Dom per Ignan. Maybe you really have to hit the G. <laughs> you really got to hit it's, the G. Because it's a Dutch word. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, yeah. But this is lovely. This is a, this doesn't have some rosés, even sparkling rosé. Um, I bought a bottle earlier, too, of Underwood uh, mm-hmm. sparkling rosé, which I have had before. And it is, it's very fruity when you open it. It's got that very fruity smell. And this has a, a light floral fruity situation yeah, going it's on but it's very it's very light this one it's not overpoweringly like ooh, sweet summer bitches let's yeah, get no. drunk this is this is very floral you got flower petals though not like a full flower but like petals and then you in the background you get that little bit of wild strawberry some raspberry and there, there is, there is an herbaceousness to it that I think um, that's what we're we're getting from that reserve wine, which is generally Chardonnay. So it's Chardonnay that's a bit older, and that's where you're getting a little bit of that kind of uh, herbaceousness. And then when you taste it, straight away those red fruits that florals there, but it's that's more on the nose than the palate. But you get those red fruits, red currant, red strawberry. And then there's kind of a chalkiness to it, like um, minerality, kind of chalky soil kind of stuff. And like that's, Smarties. Again, like Smarties, exactly. And I think uh, this is just a beautiful example of a fantastic blend uh, of grapes from all over the Champagne region. Oh, my God. And it's and it's adorable. And again, obviously, avoid the vending machines. But what a cute <laughs> little, like, if you were going on a picnic yeah. and you were like, I am some stuff and you didn't think everybody loved this and you were like i'm not wasting a whole bottle because you bitches don't drink it um how cute would these be in your little picnic basket with your charcuteries and your stuffs i it's like if if somebody showed up to if i was going on a picnic date i would bring an apple your turn go with me (laughs) a bottle of champagne nice um if, if but if the the lucky suitor opened up their picnic basket and I saw a little split or half bottle of Moet Chandon. I, pff, done. Adorbs. Sealed. Blowing you right in the Sealed. park. Come on. Let's be honest. My husband's speaking his head around the corner. Ah, just kidding, honey. Just no, he met me. <laughs> I met um, Jen. <laughs> Jen would do it. Uh, yeah, no, it is, it, is a del- it is a delightful choice. Mm. And r- sparkling rose, here's the thing. Whenever anybody orders champagne, you feel like uh, it's not true. I'm going to preface this by saying it's not true. But people get champagne for celebratory reasons, right? Correct. Birthday, New Year's Eve, whatever. That's when we think of as champagne times. And sure, there are some very smart people who just drink champagne when they fucking want it. Um, Cause as you should. Yeah. Um, but there's something about it being pink that feels like I can have this anytime. Like this could be my, yeah. let's celebrate it's a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Like I don't need any reason for this. There's something about the pink that makes it feel a little loosey goosey you know yeah. and and which is kind of exciting and fun and you're like okay this is something i can drink all the time i don't have to like wait for new year's or it's whatever a little, it's a little less stilted you know it's it's more like you said loosey goosey party in the picnic in the park let's go it's fun it's sexy it's vanderpump rules um, <laughs> oh no it's not no, no it's not no it's not um that was that's i finally remembered but like, if, if you were to go to your local liquor store <laughs> You're going to find uh, a split of Moet Chandon Imperial and Moet Chandon Rosé Imperial 
on the same shelf at the same price. They're the same price. 20 bucks for a split, 30 bucks for a half bottle, 60 bucks for a full bottle. That's what you're looking at. That's what you're looking and, at. That's the math, kids. Like, it it doesn't... I'm pointing that out because uh, I don't want anybody to take away that the rosé is of a lesser quality. Oh, I see, what you're, I see what you're doing. Yes. No, no, yeah. no. They're the same. Like, they, they, a lot of thought and care goes into this wine uh, and blend. And right. It's just Maybe so not as tasty. much into the Vanderpump rosé. Not as much into the Vanderpump rosé. definitely... Into this Moet. Oh, most definitely. And you you can taste that. Listen, as we all know, or maybe do or don't remember from season one, I am not a huge rosé person. I loathe frosé. Um, I would enjoy frosé if it was laden with strawberry jelly and vodka. <laughs> um, that's how I would like my frosé. But um, it. But I'll drink it because I'm I'm not rude. Uh, if you handed me one, I'm going to finish it because I'm not an asshole. I mean, I am, but, um, (laughs) but this, um, this just, uh, I mean, you know, it just feels a little special, which is very, it does. Yeah. And it's great. And, and it's pretty, it's got just the right amount of bubbles happening. It's not overly bubbly. Um, (laughs) not overly bubbly is my porn name. (laughs) Um, it is, it is just lovely. And of course, chilled baby yeah cold. chilled yeah, yeah this is not a room temp and unfortunately it's so hot that mine yeah, my is rapidly <laughs> rapidly hitting room temp and i'm like yeah. it's only been 15 minutes i'm so sorry moet mm. but it's so good and like it's got all those beautiful flavors that you want from a true champagne it's got that toasty quality that comes from sitting on the lees for 21 months and it, for just to circle back lees is when wine sits on top of the dead yeast cells and kind of absorbs mm, some of them as they decompose. Yeast cells. Um, and it, it imparts a lot of really rich flavors and a roundness in your mouth rather than the sharpness of acidity that you'll get from a Prosecco. Sitting on the lees gives you that roundness in your mouth and, and a lot of good stuff. Um, this is mostly Pinot Noir and Petit Meunier, which gives it its beautiful color. And then, of course, rounding out with 10 to 20% Chardonnay, which gives that mineral lovely lovely zest in there that i oh, i'm just oh, i'm a sucker a, for little love little bit of zest who doesn't like a little yeah. zest a little zest with my spontaneously long-term planned wine um <laughs> i love it and you could pair this with anything but like oh, yeah. obviously not a beef bourguignon right so like it's when i say anything i don't mean anything <laughs> but like it's, if you're having this with lovely like you know a little platter with some seafood perhaps or mm-hmm. shrimps prawns depending ceviche, on where our listeners are Ooh, sushi like all all good choices but yeah, duck rabbit this would be great with rabbit or or fondue go back to last week fondue i would uh have it with fondue before i have it with rabbit i gotta be honest i do enjoy um, rabbit yeah i mean eight mile was a great movie and uh <laughs> he did a good job uh, Be Rabbit and uh, played by Eminem, but I'm not gonna drink Throwing this. Throwing it back. Wow. <laughs> Listen, well done. you think of Hassenfeffer, I want to rap, <laughs> right? Throwing it back, elder millennial. I am 607. Um, 607. Which is when Eight Mile came out, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're right there with the Phoenician and and. Right, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> well, Eight Mile was a BC film. I don't know if you guys uh, recall uh, what they yeah. were really rapping about was Jesus. Uh, oh. Kai Pfeiffer was like a symbol. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, weird. Uh, but uh, yeah. Sorry about the rabbit distraction. But yeah, so you could pair this with anything lovely. I do feel like uh, for my goddaughter's beautiful birthday soiree that we had here in, uh, we went to a casino and they served a lovely scallop ceviche, which was just uh, bright and sharp and like, but the scallop was smooth as fuck, as the kids would say. Um, All of it, just a delightful flavor combination. And I feel like this would have been great. Yeah, I say so good. Anything kind of fatty road trip. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, we we have to finish our European road trip, which obviously (laughs) where let's see, we've gone through the Loire Valley. We've gone down to Burgundy and we've drank all the white Burgundy. And now we're heading back north and we're going to stop at Chablis because Chablis it or not. I'm walking on on air. uh, (laughs) So free. I couldn't like. That episode dropped last Wednesday, and last Wednesday I was sitting in a tiki bar in Los in uh, San Francisco, and the band on the boat in the lagoon in the middle of the tiki restaurant started playing that. And Magical. It was, it was I was on my third zombie. I couldn't see out of my left eye, but it was just it was a beautiful. Was it, was beautiful it a moment. zombie? Zombie. <laughs> by the third one, it was. Um, that was that was a magical video. We should share it with the people. Uh, so they understand the Chablis and or not. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a great song. Great, great uh, TV show as we covered. Uh, let's take a little breaky and then we'll come back and, and talk about uh, part of why we chose this. Yeah. 100%. Day today, other than just we wanted it because I mean, we're worth it. I'm going to drink Dan's half. Oh, oh. <laughs> And we're back, believe it or not. Um, we are back. Uh, and we are still sipping uh, on gin. And gin. No, we're not. We're sipping our Moet. Uh, there is a there is a Snoop lyric with something Sean Don got it going on. I'll think of it. I'll share it on the instance because I can't recall uh, what I'm doing. But it is Snoop. It's right before that part. Um, <laughs> love it i love it so much um i like to only reference weird things apparently so today um but yeah so uh you know listen here's the thing uh as as we drop as this episode drops uh we will have just kicked off june june 2022 which is approximately four years from 2020 and uh that's just math i don't make it up no no that's true math we wanted to give you a heads up because in just nine days, if you listen to this on June 1st, but you know, whatever, you do the math for yourselves. June 10th, June 10th, right. National Rosé Day. Happy Boom. National Rosé Day, Get your bottles friends. out. Pour um, all the glasses. Don't put grape jelly or strawberry jelly in it. No, it is, it is June 10th every year. Very exciting. Get your Hallmark cards. Um, but yeah, so, uh, obviously you'll be drinking rosé on that day. And one thing we wanted to be able to do was remind you of just how many puns there are for (laughs) rosé. Uh, and I happened to find a lovely article, um, which 
is providing the people and us as well with uh, Instagram captions for uh-huh. their pictures of themselves drinking rosé oh, yes. on National Rosé Day. So if you guys want to jot these down, or maybe you have your own, maybe you want to share uh, with us. But uh, obviously, we've already said a couple that are on pillows and signs everywhere. Yes Way Rosé and Rosé All Day. Yes Way Rosé um, All Day. Rosé the Day Away. Oh, that's um, a good one. But then there's, uh, here's a couple that I had not heard before, which is fun. Uh, where there's a will, there's a rosé. Uh, I know lots of wills that are generally where the rosé is. Nice. I was going to say, or a dead guy. Uh, Stop and (laughs) smell the Um, Mm rosé. A little more modern sleigh than rosé. Get it? It's not for nights. Because it's Um, also Pride Month. Sure, sure. Yes, that was why. Um, it's also S and M month apparently because you could also write Fifty Shades of Rosé. <laughs> um, fun, but this might uh, be my favorite suggestion, friends, and I. I hope that everybody posts a picture and tags us with the following caption: My neck, my back, my rosé, and my snacks. <laughs> what? Yes, this snacks is for, for a the very specific. Dirty, sweaty, rap, loving, snack, eating, rosé, drinking crowd. <laughs> I, oh, okay, dear listeners, please, please, please. And I know, I looked at the recent download stats. I know that we have downloads recently in South America, in Asia, in, in Canada, North America, Europe. I, I know that there are people all over the world listening to the sounds of our dulcet the dulcet sounds of our voices whatever please 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 take some pictures with you and your rosé in the rosé aisle of the wine store amongst the grapes just in in an instagram worthy whatever whatever your local equivalent of home goods is take it in front of all the rosé signs that indubitably do not include my neck my back (laughs) my back my rosé and my snacks snacks. (laughs) (laughs) but please please Post these on Instagram. Send them to us on Instagram or Twitter or put them in our email, bupodcast at gmail.com, or just however you can get these to us via the social media. A wonderful hashtag. Just some wonderful rosé hashtags in honor of National Rosé Day, June 10th. Now, obviously, that's National America, but national is wherever you are. Yeah. You are national. You are in your nation. (laughs) That's true. And thus, if you are celebrating it, it's your national day. So please send, they would bring Jen and I such great joy to just be flooded with rosé picks. We have so little joy, friends. <laughs> and if you feel the need to take some of these more risque ones, 50 shades of rosé or my neck, my back, my rosé and my snacks, uh, send those to us on Twitter, please. Not Instagram because they block that shit. <laughs> they do. They do. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue uh, as we, as we finish this episode, but to think of new ones. There's, there, oh, there's just so many fun ones to play with and we'll, we'll we'll post some some good ones as well and i hope i hope you go out i mean there. you only get one chance do not <laughs> rosé there not we go that's just it's just it rosé yeah I, I don't think it has to rhyme Vomit um on your shirt already rosé right yeah mom's spaghetti rosé uh that, that makes sense that makes sense does it have to clearly not <laughs> 
Uh, if you've listened to this program, you understand that no, it does not. Or even just any of the uh, rosé sayings I just read. (laughs) Really, all of them apply. Um, yeah, so like that's that's a thing that's very exciting. Uh, Rose Day, um, obviously, again, just to wrap up as we always do at the end, you want to serve this in a flute, you want it yep. to be cold, exactly. Um, lovely, and whether you got a, a mini or a half or a full bottle because you're fancy and Boy, you, you deserve went all out, got a it, magnum, Ooh, baby, make sure it's cold, make sure it's cold. Yeah, you don't, don't. Don't serve this warm. If you take this out on your picnic, keep it wrapped in ice. If you just bought it at the store uh, and you're bringing it home, you don't have time to throw it in the fridge or the freezer. A bucket, ice, water, salt, 10 minutes, done. Lovely. That, that'll get you cold. Uh, be careful with the shaking. You don't want it to explode. All those fun things. And, you can also uh, wet, wet a washcloth. Wet a washcloth, wrap yep. the washcloth around your bottle, put that in the freezer because the surface that'll area it down of real the... Quick too. Uh, wash because not everybody's got a bucket that's freezer that's appropriate, true not everybody's you know? got a bucket it's true it's i mean you can grab your home depot five gallon bucket there's a hole in my bucket dear liza it's rose there's an instagram tag you're welcome right there. you're welcome you can use that one hashtag, hashtag <laughs> bottled up a wine podcast of sorts um but another fun thing, when when we uh, decided to reach for the, the top shelf rosé sparkling and we were doing our research into Moet Chandon, uh, something we realized, Moet and the NBA, that is the National Basketball Association. Uh, thank you for uh, clarifying, Sean. Yep. Uh, teamed up recently to uh, create a champagne cocktail for every team in the NBA playoffs. Um, you know, an odd choice. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Uh, well, but there it is. There it is. They are an, they are a luxury Whoop, brand. There it is, Rosé. <laughs> it just never ends. They are credited with the um, the, the spray of Rosé at, you know, at championships and things like that, race cars uh, that came from Moet. Uh their luxury brand, Hennessy, Louis Vuitton. It's all part of the same thing. So I guess the NBA falls right in there. Um, I personally was just on the road with the Western Conference Finals. That was the San Francisco Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks playing across those two cities. And so I went and I looked up the two cocktails. My God, I'm so excited to hear associated what. With I assume they scream both of those cities and they scream, we're playing basketball. <laughs> because you know Rose. what? When I think of Dallas, Texas, a place I, I went to high school. <laughs> uh, I, I hide duck, under yeah. my desk. Yep. I was a, oh, oh yes. Um, anyway, it's the Paloma. <laughs> it is. No, the, no, it is not. <laughs> it's the, the Mohet Rose Imperial Paloma. To be fair, their recipe calls for rosé uh, nectar, Moet nectar, which is the next step up from the imperial. But we're not going to spring for that shit. Wait, I'm sorry. Since... Wait, can we hear this whole recipe? Because I've never made yep. a Paloma with any sort of rosé. Absolutely. Thanks. So you're going to pour in, uh, you're going to pour in your rosé. I'll give you an exact measurement here. No, it doesn't matter. Just what's in no, this? No, no, I got it. It's called the Great Pass Paloma. No, I and feel I like it's, it. it's a lie. So okay, two ounces of rosé. Three sure. quarters of an ounce of tequila, preferably a Blanco. Yes. Uh, one ounce of grapefruit juice, quarter ounce of lime juice, half ounce of simple syrup. So the 
the moet, the rosé in this is about as useful as it is with my neck, my back, and my crack. Do you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. You is. just buried the taste of it under everything yep. else. And because they're asking you to use the nectar imperial rosé, which is like even more expensive than the one we just bought, like. It just seems silly to me. But if anybody wants to go out there and make it for us, take a picture. I mean, bless uh, you, NBA. Bless you. Garnish it with a grapefruit wedge and let me know. And then we're going to get on a flight and we're going to travel back to San Francisco, of which there are no direct flights. So we have to stop in Salt Lake City. Of course. I know. Grab grab, grab four wives and then you get to San Fran and And you drop them off. (laughs) Drop them off at at the Hilton up on Union Square. And then you're going to make yourself the San Francisco Swish. Which. Okay, um, first of all, that's a dig. Carry on. (laughs) It's four ounces of. The Sade of Ah. calling it the Swish. The. Oop. Do, Nothing but net. Do you want to be a legend? <laughs> do you want to be a star? Get your swish on, girl. And, you know, as we all know, all of us, I'm sure, are very aware of this. San Francisco did win the Western Conference Final and are moving on uh, to the NBA Finals to play Boston. Mm, sure. Uh, everybody anyway, this is what, coming what's, out. Um, <laughs> what's in a San Francisco swish? And I bet that answer differs where you ask it. <laughs> if you ask in Texas, it's a whole lot of fuck you. Sure. Um, but in San Francisco, you're going to add four ounces of Moet Imperial, one ounce of orange juice, a half ounce of orange liqueur, which is triple sec or curacao, a quarter ounce of lemon juice, and four dashes of bitters. Now, here's the fun part. The recipe says to garnish with an orange twist and serve, but the picture provided of said cocktail has a rosemary sprig and mint leaves in it, so I'm very, very thrown here. Like the basketball that just swished into that Whoosh. drink. Um, but net. That, uh, first of all, I have a real issue with herbs. Like, I don't need a stick in my drink. Let's just start there. Um, <laughs> if you're muddling them in and it works, that's fine. I just had to make Pim's cup. You couldn't pay me to put basil in that. So, uh, that's it. Yes, but not uh, traditionally, basil is also included. Ugh. Exactly. And then somebody else brought some Pims, which people only drank because mine was gone. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Somebody else brought Pims and they had like fucking radishes. I don't even know what was in there. There was a whole salad in there. There was rosemary sticks. There was like rhubarb sticks. It was gross. I was like, well, this is why people like mine better. And you're welcome. Uh, Because you know why? I know how to drop it like it's hot. That is the Snoop song I was trying to get. Drop it like it's hot, Rose. Got a rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don. Yes, there it is. Drop it like it's hot. It, I knew it was going to take me some time, but I was. But you got it. You got there. In my head this whole time, I've been going, <laughs> How is that different than normal day? It's not. It's really not. It's not. There's a lot. I wouldn't want to live in. I wouldn't punish anyone else by making them live <laughs> in my brain. Uh, no, because the pizzle, the dizzle, and the shizzle. I'll go in nuts. Uh, well, I won't probably be making this weird ass Paloma anytime, but that swish does sound nice. And I never know what to do with bitters. So I'm always excited to try something with bitters. Yeah, just drop them on top. You float them in there. It adds a little ar- aromatics to it. Um, yeah. It sounds nice. It actually doesn't sound like a bad cocktail, but I'd just be like, I'm not rich enough. Oh, right. to mix this with right, something yes. else. No, like, definitely that. Uh, yes, no, uh, while we love this, if somebody was like, let's put some frozen strawberry slices and um, some uh, grand 
Marnier in there, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? I'd hit them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd hit them. My t- I would pick up my tiny empty bottle because at this point it would be empty <laughs> and I would crack them upside the head. Like, no, this is, I, this is a treat for me. Like, I, I spent good money to taste this. I'm not going to fucking mix it with OJ. No. I once had to develop a cocktail for the New York City Manhattan Junior League. They were honoring mm. one of its members and they wanted something pink. And so everybody wanted to just serve a bunch of this. And the host was like, I'm not dropping all that money on this shit. Um, and so um, uh, somebody might have substituted the pink moet for Andre. <laughs> <laughs> And they all fucking loved it. They were all like, Jen, you got to give us the recipe. And I was like, can't. Secret. 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 You know what you should have done? You should have told them. Call me tomorrow when you have a headache. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, call me after you take some Excedrin migraine. Right? But it was delicious. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had four of them myself. It was just Andre, which is disgusting, $3 pink sparkling stuff. Uh, 90% sugar, I believe. 2% grapes. Um, 8% other. Um, and, uh, and I think we, it's cyanide is the, <laughs> is the uh, other. We put a little, we floated a little Saint-Germain on the top. Lovely. Uh, so the people were, were fooled and a lovely frozen strawberry slice on the, on the rim. Uh, but we called it mint and rosemary and, uh, and up, they, they drank it right up. Man, put it in a fancy punch bowl. People will drink anything. They really will. They really will. I'll and drink I, anything out of a punch bowl. I mean, this is evidenced by what I've put into my body. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, we are definitely um, like I'm not not calling people out here. I'm definitely part of that crowd. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. This we're not. No. Sade is <laughs> calling the drink from San Francisco <laughs> the Swish. Okay. Um, yeah. You can keep trying to make them make it about basketball, Sean, but that's not what they're doing. <laughs> I, they're I a bunch of homophobes. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. But the uh, yeah, the Sade would be um, us throwing shade at anybody else's drinking habits. Ever. Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. I might uh, chase this with canned vodka lemonade. So, you know, go for I'm it. A I lady. love that stuff. I love that stuff. <laughs> love so a no good matter, thing in a can. <laughs> no matter what you're chasing this with, a couple lessons here pink rose, sparkling wine. Awesome. Everybody totally. should be trying it. Get out there, grab your cans, grab your half bottles. And speaking of half bottles, they're a really great way to experience something that you might not otherwise buy. Like, I'm not going to buy a $60 bottle of Moet Chandon, but I'll splurge for a split. You know, I'm having sure. a nice night. I'll buy that. So if you see half bottles, don't automatically dismiss them. And if you're at a restaurant and you see a half bottle and you want to go in on it with somebody, that's a great, great way to test, taste something you probably won't have access to elsewhere. Good point. Like and splitting it's a good idea because of the restaurant markup. But you know, yes. it's this. At least you're getting to you're you know you're getting a glass. You're getting a lovely glass of something maybe you wouldn't normally have. Yeah, something you might not even be able to find. My God, know? I know. It so could be a don't hunt. knock the half bottles, and definitely don't knock sparkling rosé. Because it's a hard knock life, rosé. Rosé. <laughs> it's a hard knock life, rosé. <laughs> Instead of swizzles, we get swish. It's. Instead of Palomas, we punched somebody from Dallas in the face. Whoever pretended to come up with that shit. You know, uh, I, I, I spent games games three and four there. It rained. It was terrible. And I got to tell you, that was not a that was not a rosé drinking crowd. Uh, no. no, no. I assume no, it's. It was I, not. I assume it's not. Um, you know, rosé has its has its fans, and they're loud, and they spend money, and mm-hmm. that's all that matters. So, uh, 
good for you, Vanderpump's uh, fans <laughs> of the world and, and white ladies and, and whoever else is, is kicking into the rosé and going to the rosé mansion and wearing rosé for rosé day. Um, good for you. We, we celebrate all sorts of excess. Absolutely. We Pink love excess. tinted excess is our favorite and uh. probably the name of this episode. Okay. <laughs> Not probably. You... <laughs> Write it down, Sean. Write it down. Folks, we will be back next week. Very exciting. Hope you have a lovely uh, week. And, you know, let us know what you're drinking because we always want to know alongside your rosé hashtags. (laughs) In fact, if you drank along with this episode because you're a Patreon member and you got the heads up on what we were drinking, uh, send us a little quick snapshot of your bottle, hopefully your bottle and you. And, uh, let us know, and we'll feature it on our social medias. So, but at no thanks. point do we want a picture of your bottle, you and your crap. Okay. Mm, not, not on Instagram. You hit us on Twitter <laughs> Again, for that shit. They'll block us. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that's it for this episode of Bottled Up, a wine podcast of sorts. I'm Sean Linehan. I was joined today, as always, by Jen Waring, and we talked about the exciting world of sparkling rosé rosé all day and you know it is officially rosé season so why not grab yourself something a little special like moet chandon's rosé imperial links to today's wine are included in the podcast episode notes so please check back into your browser there click the links and you can get taken directly to the producer's website And this has been Bottled Up, a wine podcast of sorts, Season 3, Episode 6. We hope you had a good time drinking with us. If you did, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episode drop. And look for us on all the social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and Twitter. Just search for Bottled Up Podcast. And always, if you liked what you heard, please consider becoming a Patreon member. Patreons are the people that keep us live on the air. Jen and I make this show ourselves with no commercials, no subsidies, no sponsors or anything. So if you'd like to be a Patreon member, please check out patreon.com slash bottled up. We've got membership tiers going from $3 to $500, and they support everything from the podcast hosting to the wines we buy to the lovely chicken squawks and gongs and cork pop sound effects you hear in the middle there. Uh, Patreon.com slash bottled up. Lots of prizes, fun things. Please check it out. We appreciate you all. And that's it for this week. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.